Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters, what's going on, y'all? So we're going to be talking about how to build a home gym. And you guys might have noticed behind me, right over here, right over here, starting to build one out myself. We're getting there. We got murals up. I got my Rogue uh, collapsible monster light squat rack. Got my cat barbell starting to get plates going. I got my Bowflex adjustable dumbbell set. Um, and we're slowly building it out over time here. But it starts with steps and having a plan. And I wanna lay out five steps and five little tips to help you build out the perfect home gym for a few things, your budget, your goals, and where you're currently at. So also don't mind, I'm gonna be checking my notes here. I wanna stay on track for you guys, not go off on too many tangents while we're doing it. So first things first, let's look at the why behind your what. You hear me talk about this why and what commonly, almost no matter what I'm talking about, because I think understanding what you're trying to get done is such an essential piece to doing anything. So it comes up a lot, right? So what's the why and what of what you're doing here? You're obviously building out a home gym, but why are you building out that home gym? Is it a temporary fix until you can go back to the gym? Is it something you wanna work in as a supplemental option to your actual workout program at the gym? Is it your new home base? Like for myself, this is where I'm filming all of our or at least a majority of our exercise when it comes to training. We'll be doing all my podcasting or a majority of podcasting, filming videos, things like that. So that was an influence to what I was doing, how I set it up, how it impacted my budget and all those variables there. Now, with that being said, knowing do you want to do this for, again, a long-term option that you want to continuously build and invest in? Is this something that's because of the pandemic? Is it something that you wanted? Are you training clients out of it even? Or is this for your own personal use? You can have people over the, all these things come into play because here's the thing to think about. I only have one, I don't even have an actual technical set for my, my Bowflex dumbbell. I got it from a third party and I only got one. Um, not going to bash any names here, but it rhymes with swish. Um, and I thought I was getting a set of dumbbells and I only got one. Um, so I actually had to like send it back, all this fun stuff and I got it through somebody else on the original time. So A, be mindful of that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But knowing who or what and why you're training is important because if you only have one dumbbell and you have two people trying to train, unless you're gonna go back and forth and constantly, which you can, it's a little bit of a pain in the ass or you may want multiple sets or things like that. So that's the first thing. Know why you're having the home gym, what's the goals you're trying to accomplish, how is this applying? That's first. Second is 
really have your budget first. And this, this is from my own personal experience. You can do whatever you want here, but have a budget first because it's going to be very tempting and very easy to start to go outside that budget pretty quickly, especially when you see all the cool different things. And if you're working within a budget, being responsible with that is essential because you can get some really great stuff. Like even the squat rack that I have from Rogue, you don't even have to get that, this uh, collapsible one. I got it for space efficiency. Um, so I can collapse it in when I want to do jujitsu, have people rolling, hit pads, have more surface area here. I can have that option. But if that's not a need for you, it may not make sense to do that. And you can save money by getting a pre-owned squat rack or a squat rack that doesn't fold up that's maybe half the price or a fraction of the price or something like that. Or maybe you need something that's a little bit more sturdy. This is only going to hold up towards about, I think, 450 pounds maybe. So maybe you need to be holding 600 pounds, 700 pounds. You may need a different thing there or a different squat rack. So keep in mind first with your budget. Have your budget be an essential thing you're coming in to start with so that you know, all right, cool. This is exactly how much I have to work with. I'm going to now create my plan off of this. Instead of vice versa, it can cost you more money. Now, budget's not an issue. We can even throw that one out and we can just kind of throw that to the wayside so then I have four things. So here's number three for those that have a budget or number two technically if you don't have a budget. Which if you don't, hit me up. I also got some great training and, and coaching services for you too. Um, so here, number three, map it out. Okay, this is something that I learned even going through my CSCS. You know, they even have this in the book of being able to efficiently map out space. If you're gonna have platforms for um, Olympic lifts, if you have machines, like how to lay it out, square footage, the common use space, like all these things are things that you can lay out. There's services and accounts on Instagram, social media, on the internet as well that offer this for you. Again, if you're willing to spend the money on that or if you're really on a tight budget, you can just do some simple things to map out your space and kind of draw it out first. You can use, I'm sure there's free resources. I can share some below if I, if I find them. I haven't looked for free ones, but I'm sure there's ways you can map it out using even Excel or things like that um, to understand the space that you're working with or just do some simple math saying, all right, I have a 10 by 10 space, 100 square feet. How am I going to lay this out? How is this going to look based on what my goals are, what my need is? So mapping it out, once you have your budget, you'll know, okay, I have $2,500 or I have $1,000 or $500 to spend, whatever the number is. I can afford X, Y, and Z. This is the space that I have. This is how it's going to have to be laid out in order to accomplish what I want. And also while mapping it out, map it out according to the goals of why you're setting up the home gym. If it's for athletic reasons, you might need different equipment and different space because you might be working on some plyometrics and things like that or some power movements that you need more space for versus if you're doing it sheerly just for your own fitness, your own health or aesthetic reasons, you may not need as much space or you may need more depending on the equipment that you have with those goals in mind. So keep in mind the goals that you have according and along with all of those variations. That's number three. Number four, this is a good one too I learned. Uh, shop around and try to use it first. So sometimes depending on the situation, like clearly in a pandemic, you can't be as picky or as choosy, but being patient is important. You don't pay like five times what you would normally pay for dumbbells or weight or anything like that just because of the situation or as best that you can. If you don't mind that and you have a budget, that's a different story altogether. But shop around as best you can. Facebook Marketplace has been a great place to just, if you time it right, you can get some great deals. I like Rogue. You can clearly see Rogue Fitness. I'll put a, um, our link below that you can use to get some uh, equipment from Rogue and also it helps us out. I have an affiliate account with them, so I appreciate the support if you guys want to. If not, I don't think it's um, but I like Rogue. I picked Rogue for a reason. I pay out of my own pocket. They don't pay me for that part of it. I just am so passionate about them. I actually created my own affiliate account so that I do um, get some kind of 
compensation for it if you guys decide to buy it because of this or any other content that we create. So I'll, I'll share that with you guys below. But I'm a big fan of knowing what you want and finding the kind of equipment that matches that. And it doesn't have to be brand new. You know, I was actually on the fence between a PRX performance brand and Rogue and um, even Titan Fitness and a few other things. So it was a combination of a, I look to the other professionals that I trust in this industry, whether it's the Phil DeRue's, the Chuck Campagna's, the Tony Ricci's, the, you know, I even went on like Shaw Strength and Eddie Hall's page, Eddie the Beast, like these high level colors. I think there's a common denominator. They were all big fan of Rogue. And it's not to say PRX isn't good. Like my, my coach Tito has PRX and it was actually really great and high quality. Um, but just from looking at the combination of budget, the equipment and the just reference points that I had there, I went with Rogue and I'm happy I did honestly. It's awesome, I got great stuff, high quality. I know what's gonna last, I know what I'm getting, all that great stuff. So know that and test it out first. I've tried Rogue before and that's the key part. Try and test it out first. Don't just buy something that has, and do reviews, do your homework, but like try and see if you've used it at a gym before, you used it in the past. Make sure it's something you've tried before, not brand new, you're getting it out of the box and you're hoping it's good. You might find some good deals that way, truthfully, and you can, but it's a little bit of a risk because over time you get what you pay for it, especially when it comes to weight and, and use and things like that. You don't want your squat rack to fail on you. You don't want your bar to fail on you. You don't want those things to kind of come apart and fail on you in a short period of time. So make sure that you're testing as much as you can, or at least have a trusted advisor there or someone that you can go to that you trust or do your homework review and things like that. So that's number four. And number five, is start slow. You see that cool trick I do with my pen, by the way? Start slow and have it make sense for your goals again. I'm gonna reiterate the same thing. So what do I mean by start slow? You know, I'm not building out a brand new, you know, uh, thousand foot square footage uh, space here. I'm building out a smaller space, 300 square feet maybe, you know? Um, 250 square feet all in all said and done maybe so knowing that's the space starting slow building the essentials and having my plan I stuck to my plan I knew what I needed I need a functional squat rack bench I have my adjustable bench there as well I have adjustable dumbbell set I'm gonna get adjustable kettlebells I saw some other things coming in my landmines my dip bar like the, the matador they call it for rogue that's gonna come in um, I have my resistance bands I have the pull-up bar I have my basic essentials and I started slow accumulating I you know you can do it all at once and that's great um, I'm not saying don't, but the reason I say start slow is A, see what's working for you because you may be surprised even as you do get things in, you're like, all right, maybe I didn't need that attachment right away. Maybe I can get enough done with this. And slowly over time, you also start to typically find deals as you search and you, as you stay patient. So taking a little bit of time, start slow, have your patience there can help you, I think, in the long run with your budget and getting the most out of the equipment that you get so you can really get an essential understanding and need. And now if you know when you have years in, even for myself, like I've got 10 plus years in, and there's still things I'm kind of on the fence about. Like I know what I want, but still kind of on the fence about how it applies here in the space. So just keep that in mind. You know what I mean? If you truly know it and you know this is exactly you have the budget and you want to get after it, go for it. I definitely recommend still being patient, testing it, and making sure that's all a good fit. So that's my five tips for you guys. Let's recap that. Okay, so number one, what's the why? Why are you doing this? Why are you building out your home gym? Understand and have your plan kind of kind of build around that. Number two have your budget stick to your budget as best you can you know probably going to go over like most things in life but get that budget and have that be there so you have a really good sticking point to help you understand when you do go to step number three mapping it out around your goals you have a budget that helps you stay on track so you're not dropping ten thousand dollars when you meant to drop two or some variation of that uh step number four shop around as best you can stay patient here and try to use it first or at least have 
someone you trust to give you insight or have reviews and do your homework there so you know you're getting quality equipment instead of just garbage, okay? Even if you order it on Facebook Marketplace, when you go to meet up with a person, like actually test it. Like I was gonna go actually go buy another set of Bowflex adjustable dumbbells. Unfortunately, they sold before I got to check them out, but I knew I was gonna go and not just take them, put it in my car and go home and have paid the person. I'm gonna actually adjust it, make sure it all fits and works out there before I buy because sometimes it can look good, but then when you get it home, ah shit, it's falling apart. You don't want that. So try it out as best you can and make sure it makes sense for you. And then number five, obviously start slow and have it again, make sense with your goals. Again, if that makes sense, even with what you're doing. But those are my five tips for you guys building out a home gym, how to get it going. If you guys want help or some input, I'm happy to provide it. Again, you can check the link below for our Rogue link to get um, some great equipment I recommend. Again, we get a percentage of a very small percentage, but I appreciate it if you guys want to use it. If not, hey, no worries. I get it. And that's all I got for you guys. I'll check you on the next one. Peace, y'all. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.